Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the world famous fantasy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Your main man, the big homie, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the closer, Chris Ventra, fantasy task, Jim Day. Coming up on the program today, we start to get ready and break down the 2019 NFL free agents. Probably go through some quarterbacks and running backs, some wide receivers and tight ends. See where it could be a good landing spot for them. Also figure out. Uh, what they can do for your teams in 2019 if they are in a new landing spot. Telephone lines always open, 844-843-6879. Every last single member of the Goon Squad, thank you for checking in with us throughout the course of the offseason. You come for the advice, but you stay for the friendship. Let's go, let's go, let's yeah. go. My boy Ventra, what's good yeah, with you? Yeah, what's good, what's good? It's your boy. I, I didn't hear any calls about it's your boy. Yesterday. I want to get a it's your boy challenge going, 844-843-6879. And our first it's your boy contestant, my man, Jim Day. Let's go. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> Wrong issue. How about them Cowboys? I was to say, it's your boy. <laughs> you sounded like the schmooze right there. <laughs> Steve Somers. I, I, I can't say that. What are we doing already? I love Steve Somers. You like Steve Somers? Although, Steve Somers. although oh, I, can't wait. I can't wait to talk tight ends. At least we'll know. You know, Chris will have a big smile on his face. When he <laughs> yeah. That is true, Jim. <laughs> Yo, one time I called the schmooze. You called Steve Summers one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's a big Mets fan, right? He was ripping the Yankees. Because that night, the Yankees lost to the Red Sox in a regular season game. The Mets beat the Phillies, right? All right. And they were like the top teams at that time. And I called up. I said. I love that you called the schmooze. Yeah. I love that you did that. I wanted to absolutely destroy him. So I said, listen. It's one game. Who cares? I said, by the end of the season, we're going to talk about the Yankees in the postseason, and the Mets are going to be irrelevant. He flipped out on me. Stop playing. What do you say? Flipped out on me. What do you say to you, son? He's like, what are you calling about that? Oh, I actually said, I guarantee you the Marlins will end up with a better record than the Mets at the end of the season. And he flipped out about that. Really? Flipped out. The funny thing is, the Marlins ended up with a better record than the Mets that season. When don't they have a better record than the Mets? (laughs) I mean, it was yeah, It was more than a 50-50 Jim, did you have any stories about the schmooze, Steve Summers? For those of you who don't know, Steve Summers, a longtime overnight host on WFAN here in New York City. The schmooze with Steve Summers. Give me one, Jim. I got nothing for you, Corey. I don't listen to WFAN. Haven't listened to WFAN since they started. Wow. Never liked their, their lineup at all. You never even liked Mad Dog and Mike? Not really, no. It just got on my nerves more than anything else. Wow. I guess me and Gabe probably Damn. don't do it for you then. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a new version of Mike and the Man Dog, yeah. <laughs> so I was at I was in the building when they moved to Hudson Street. I did a little work over there for 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 a cup of coffee for, for a couple minutes, you know what I'm saying, before I was hoodwinked into something else. But um <laughs> so I met the schmooze, Steve Summers. Oh, you met him? I met the schmooze, you know what, what I'm saying? What did he say? Come on already. Nah, so he took me to the, you know, he took me to the office. 
showed me the smooth, you know what I'm saying? I was like, uh, you know, I was a big fan of yours. I grew up listening to you. Yeah. He said, you must need to see a therapist. You <laughs> <laughs> would say that. You would say that. <laughs> the New York Metropolitan. Yeah, the New York Metropolitan. <laughs> Mr. I'm sure Mr. Sussman has a, a, a smooth story. Oh, without a doubt. Can I get Mr. Sussman a pair of headsets, please, and tell us about a good Steve Summers story? So Steve Summers has two outfits that he wears. <laughs> All right. During the winter, he wears a, the same black turtleneck. Yeah. Every day. And Every day. during the breaks, and he's an old man, obviously. Yeah, Steve Summers is up there. This dude, during the break, especially the top of the hour break, yeah. the longest, right? He would sprint. Because I worked in Hudson Street, yeah. and they're on like the 10th floor, I think. 10th floor. Right? Yep. He would sprint down the steps because he was fast in the elevator so he could smoke two cigarettes during the break. That's wild. <laughs> back up. This is a guy that couldn't, you know, he was an old man. Yeah. And he would run back and... If he had a breath, he'd be back on the air in time. Steve knew exactly how much time he had, and he would do it. And then in the summer, he wore a T-shirt that was probably from 1965. No doubt. And that was it. It was just the, the, the same pants, the same T-shirt every that's day in the summer. That's the smooth. It was that, that was the smooth. And he had nothing but nice things to say about me and about everybody. He's the nicest, nicest dude in the world. Is he? Yes, the absolute nicest from my, you know, from my vantage point, my perspective. Um, and I loved him. I love Steve. I'm a big guy, but here's yeah. the thing. Oh, uh, Mr. Sussman, I can retort that knowing people that work closely with Steve Summers, they say he's the biggest prick walking. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I mean, that's like, like I said, I can only tell you about my experience. No doubt. No mm-hmm. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So Maybe he go. got moody as he got older. I know? can see that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That being the case. All right. Let's start to hop in and rock and roll through these things. Let's look at some quarterbacks that are going into free agency this season. And what I'm about to say, let's well, start at the bottom, but nobody's going to sign Colin Kaepernick, so we don't got to start right there. I wish. Yeah. Uh, Can I just interrupt for a quick second? I just had the first sure. overall pick in my AAF draft. Who'd you take? Trent Richardson. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, my yes. God. Yep, yep. Yes, I it, like Greg's, it. Greg's AFF team is in the tank already. I kind of agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after listening to the program, you know, I decided to go with Richardson. Yep, that, that's that's my rankings. Richardson won. Oh, you got AAF? I said Richardson won. Yeah. Denard Robinson, too. Aaron Murray, three Asiata, four. That was my top four. Man. There goes his top four. I took four. Zach Stacy over Matt Asiata in our league. There you go. Oh, you did? Zach Stacy. I like it. I like it, Jim. I'm all right. I'm looking it. forward to it, but we, 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 we've already got ourselves accustomed with the AAF. We'll pick that back up um, next week. Uh, let's talk about some free agents, though. Uh, Jim, is anybody going to pick up Tyrod Taylor and make him a starting quarterback again, or you think his days are a starter his past? Because my thing is, if Cam, and, and, and I say this for all of these quarterbacks, if Cam has to miss some time, Carolina's going to pick from this grouping right here, and that's, that affects us because we're Christian McCaffrey owners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely it does. And Look, it, that, it's that kind of deal that he's going to have to go into. He's not going to go anywhere and get long-time starting money. Um, it's just not going to happen. But to go into a situation like this where maybe they expect the starter to miss some time, um, and they just need somebody who has experience and can be a good, solid backup with starting experience. Uh, I think he falls into that, you know, that kind of category. Uh, you know, Carolina could be one place, if, especially if they're, uh, you know, a little concerned. The other place might be Philly. Um, you know, backing up Wentz. You know, we know Wentz right now has an injury history, uh, two big injuries in two years, and. Hopefully that trend doesn't continue, but they want him to be their starter. You know, I think Taylor would make an excellent backup to him. All right, right quick. 
before we and I, and I and I agree with Jim on that, but let's, let's I need to stand down for a second. I hate to do this. Yeah. They get the microphone back to Mr. Sussman because I want him to break down this trade right quick. Um, because I'm not going to break it down. Yeah. Um, the New Orleans Pelicans and the Milwaukee Bucks just did a trade. Uh, you rank, sir? Yeah. Jack, Jason Smith and Stanley Johnson have been traded to the Pelicans. The Bucks will get your man Meritech. Yes. What do you think? I, I think it's an awesome deal for the Bucks. Yep. I, I think that. It's amazing. You look at the team that was in the playoffs last year. They couldn't shoot, and they could. They were just not developed. And you have Budenholzer in there, and this team's awesome. It's the best team in the NBA, and you add the perfect guy, I believe, in Nikola Miritich to just stretch that floor a little bit. Um, you, you have Giannis, obviously. You have Chris Middleton. You get your point guard, and you really just needed that stretch along with Brooke Lopez, and you got it now, Nikola Miritich. He's the perfect fit on this team. There you go right there. As news breaks, we go to Mr. Sussman. You know how they got the Woj bomb? Yeah. We got the Suss bomb. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. he drop knows a, his NBA. Drop a bomb every time you hear Mr. Sussman the, come on. The Bucks are Probably his neighbor. <laughs> Suss bomb? <laughs> the Bucks are stacked. That's a, Jim, Jim, that right there, Jim. That'll get you put off a lot of places. <laughs> Suss bomb? Oh, what do you mean? But you got to, if you, you have to, you have to have a big brain to get that joke right there. <laughs> I didn't get it. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> what do we got? still trying to figure it out. Tyrod Taylor. Well, no, I was going to say that the Bucks are stacked. They might be the best team in the East. Now. Oh, yeah, and Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks, We'll yeah. see how it plays out. Remember, they haven't won anything yet. Not yet, but, yeah. you know, they got what it takes. Um, Tyrod, I think there's no more perfect of a fit than the Carolina Panthers right now. Really? Yeah. I can't see him being anywhere else. I mean, he's a guy that deserves, I think, another chance to be a starter. Okay. Right? He fits the mold uh, for that team because, you know, they, they built their playbook around the running quarterback, yeah. somewhat of a running quarterback, and that's what Tyrod Taylor is. He's not the quarterback Cam Newton is, but he's still very good. And he's safe because they have CMC. They have a great running back. They don't need somebody. He's a bus like driver, Tyrod Taylor. He's sort of a bus driver, he's but a he's bus a better bus driver than no, he can run. He's a good bus driver. Yeah, he's a like, good he's bus like driver. He's like Ralph Tramden. Right. Yes, he, Ralph you know, Tramden, yes. yes, he's the best bus driver. <laughs> he's got that. Is, he, can come to, he can come with a hat and a lunch pail and a blue blazer and some blue slacks. And yeah. I'm like, give him the football. Oh, here Play we me. go. Another quarterback. That's going to enter free agency. Uh, it's going to be fun to see if he gets picked up anywhere, Jim. Is my main man, Ryan Fitzmagic. You know how much I love Ryan Fitzmagic, Jim. I, Jim Ryan Fitzpatrick should start somewhere next year, Jim. Uh, he'll probably get a chance, I would imagine. There's definitely some teams out there discouraged with their quarterback play and want to make some changes. It's going to be where he goes, how much he gets. That's going to be the, the telling story, you know. Um Right now, Washington seems to be the hotbed. All the big names are associated with Washington, stuff like that. But this I is a like team. Has Fitzpatrick already played for Washington at some point? No. No? Okay. No, not that I know of, no. Sorry, Jim. Um, perfect. Well, that's okay. My brain isn't all, all there right now, so I, that's why I said not that I know of. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was no smoke at you, Corey. I'm just. No doubt. It doesn't seem to be focusing clearly today. Um, but, uh, you know. I could see him going to Washington. Um, you know, that, that that's a team not afraid to take a, a plunge on a, a big play guy. They like those big play guys. I could see him going to Washington if they can't land a Foles or somebody like that. All right, the next quarterback on the list, Ventures, my main man, Teddy Bridgewater, who I felt like should have been a New York Giant quarterback last year. Probably out of that running right now, Drew Brees be back in tow. They may want to hang on to Bridgewater, the Saints, but Bridgewater comes in at 26 years old with three years past the injury when the season starts. You know what? Somebody should kick the tires on Bridgewater. He played well in the preseason last year. Yeah, he showed he could still play. 
Um, his stint with the Saints when the O-line was basically all backups and in shambles wasn't a good look, but that's not entirely his fault. I think he deserves a shot to be a starter somewhere, and I honestly would like to see him at least try to be a, you know, a quarterback on the Giants, yep. maybe a future franchise QB of the Giants, but they want to go with Eli another year. I don't know, know if that. we could... I don't know that yet. Dave Gettleman... See, Gettleman... See, oh, like, he's going back to come out and be like, oh, yeah, we want Eli. And then they ask Gettleman, Gettleman, like, slow down. <laughs> slow down. I'm making the shots here. Oh, okay, okay. So Gettleman well, doesn't seem to be committed to having Eli next year. Right, right. right. No, he's just leaving his door open in case something just happens to slide in his, his, you know, right into his lap. Uh, right now. Do they take uh, Haskins I, with the sixth pick? I wouldn't mind taking that shot. Okay. You know, look, I, I wouldn't mind that, them taking that shot at all. But, you know, it, there's a lot of talk out there right now about Foles somehow and. Ending up in the Giants, and look, if the Eagles have anything what to, to say about where he goes, it won't be the Giants no, in Washington. Yeah. We talked about that already. Yep, we but there's have. there's a lot of people out there saying that the Eagles really won't because you know we already know he's bought out of the options, and then now they have the option of tagging him. Now here's where it gets a little tricky because one of the notes inside the tag in the CBA says that if you tag a player, you have to do it with the intent on Paying that player to play for your team that year. All right, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So if Foles, well, if Foles, there's a couple ways he could deal with this. He can let the team know, look, if you tag me, I'm going to sign that tag right away, and then I'm going to be let it, let it be known around the league that I'm not going to sign a long-term deal. And what that does is basically say, look, I'll sign that tender. I'll cost you $25 million next year. But you won't be able to trade me because nobody's going to take on that contract knowing that they can't get a long-term deal out of it as well. Interesting. So Nick Foles has a chance to play the market to his favor this upcoming offseason. I want, I want to table Foles right quick, Jim. Give me your thoughts on Bridgewater right quick and where you, where you think he can end up. <clears throat> a, lot of, a lot of people are floating Jacksonville out there for Bridgewater. Well, yeah. I mean, all these names are going to be tagged with somebody. It really depends on what what – you know, the writers are looking at what they think is going to happen, stuff like that. But, you know, the analysts are going to pick. Look, it, it really comes down to GMs ultimately is deciding who they want and what they can get for price-wise, what they can do. I'd like to see, like Chris was saying, I'd love to see the Giants give, give him a shot. I think, you know, he could be easily as good as any of the rookie quarterbacks coming out. Right. Um, so I wouldn't mind that. He wouldn't come at a big cost. It would definitely allow them to hit the draft going for, a you know, a solid – tackle with that six pick so i wouldn't mind them seeing that do that but you know that he's going to be rumored to go to every team that needs a quarterback we, it, we really won't know until these guys start shaking out just a little bit here and there and then you know we'll start to get a feel for what teams are going to do not only in free agency but in the un- upcoming draft let me ask you okay there you go right there let me ask you this venture now let's hop back to nick Foles. mm-hmm they can't bring him back to Philadelphia because that's that locker room's going to implode from the inside with those two quarterbacks in there. We already with know that Wentz, Wentz got a problem. Like it's not fake. Wentz has a problem. Mm-hmm. Wentz don't like what's going on. Wentz is a little bit rabbit is. Wentz is jealous. You know what I'm saying? Wentz kind of admitted, okay, I may not have been the best teammate. I don't want to run that full stuff. You can't have those same two guys in the locker room next year. Yeah, and I think the Eagles need to stick with with their franchise quarterback that that they project to be their franchise quarterback, which is Wentz. I think they need to stick by his side, let him grow. He's still really young. Foles, you have to say he's a journeyman, even though he's done well in his journeyman cases, most of them, besides the Fisher stint with the Rams. 
I mean, he did, he want he's going to want to go away and go and try to start anew with a new franchise and at least be somewhat of a of a franchise quarterback, at least semi, mm. maybe for the Jaguars. Maybe. I mean, obviously it's not going to happen within the division. So it's got to be an AFC team, I'm thinking, and I'm thinking it's the Jaguars. The Broncos might need a quarterback too, but I don't think they're going to go for that. You know what I mean? Understood. Keenum is still their guy. Um, and then you got the fact that the Giants and the Jags have the sixth and seventh pick of the draft. Yeah, so they're going to be bad. They got options. They got options. And the Giants are going to be the first one with a shot at a, a good quarterback. Unless the Jaguars trade up ahead of them. Right. That's the only way they could do that. And, you know, you got Kyler Murray now involved. You got Haskins. I don't know. They got a lot of options. That's the thing I like about the Giants. But I think the best route is, like Jim said, you get Bridgewater, and now you don't have to pay too much for him, and you could draft someone else at a position of desperate need in the draft. There's some big-time free agent running backs that will be on the market in 2019. When we come back on the other side, we'll let you know who exactly those cats are. You already know about Lev Bell and Kareem Hunt, but there's still some other names out there that we'll get you familiar with, see if we can discuss through it and chop it up and figure out where they go. Also, when we come back on the other side, let Jim step in here and give us a quick little update on the upcoming draft and what's going to go on with that. We'll get a baseball minute from the closer, Chris Ventra. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here, FNTSY Radio on a TI Thursday. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew calls Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. It's calling the shots. I love the DH. Like, I'm all in on the designated hitter. I am the guy that fell in love with the steroid era, wanted to see He-Men, Hulk men hitting the long ball. Like, I want to see more offense than defense. I want to see more offense than pitching. I love the designated hitter. I am all in on the designated hitter. Weekdays, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. Yeah, yeah, what's up? 
What's happening? Yeah. Fantasy Football Frenzy FNTSY Radio. Tip Thursday. Long running TI Thursday. Mm-hmm. Dime Trap, you already knew. So, before we get into the free agents, I gotta let Jim get a couple words. We gotta bring in the fancy Taz, Jim Day. I do believe our draft starts this evening, you know what I'm saying? What oh, we yeah. got, Jim? Yes, it does. Starts tonight at 6 o'clock. Uh, Logan uh, gets us started at 6 with the number one pick. Uh, you know, should be fun. Way too early draft for the year. We're trying to figure out everything now. Just remember to uh, check out the scoring because I gave the tight ends uh, a little bit of a bump uh, just to try and get them somewhere up into relevancy. Um, outside of that, you know, everything else is pretty straightforward. Oh, it is a super flex league in case uh, you missed my emails. Just want everybody to make sure they know that. And I wanted to ask you about that, Jim. For a draft that's like the first draft, not the first, it's like you said, the way too early. It's an exercise, you know what I'm saying? A soda, doesn't a super flex kind of like people, it's tweeted out and people look at the draft board. They're not going to be like, okay, well, they're not learning nothing from it because it's like, because the Superflex mixes the quarterbacks into it, and then the tight ends kind of, the, 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 the scoring for the tight ends, you know, drives their value up. So now the average cat can't look at it and get a read on what 2019 is going to look like, or do you think it's too early for that anyway? No, no, we'll be doing plenty of leagues like that. No the, doubt, I feel Hey, you. this is a league these guys played to get into, so we wanted to up the ante a little yeah, bit. No doubt. Um, you know, and not make it a conventional league. And, you know, hey, look, We'll talk about it, so they'll still get our input on the league and, and the players that are chosen, so that they still get that, um, you know, and we'll break it down with enough information that they'll, you know, know that this quarterback got chosen this early because it's a super flex and, and all that, so I'm not really worried about that. Um, the, the fact of the matter is, you know, these guys earned it into a league to play against us, and I just wanted to make it, you know, may, maybe a wee bit more challenging draft. No right. doubt. Man, and listen, I'm all for it. I'm just, you know. What option have we, uh, have we selected an option as far as what we're going to do about buy-in and things like that? Uh, I'm going to answer it later. It does look like there's going to be a small buy-in, not big one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something just just a little something. Yeah. yeah I don't, you know, I, I don't want to make it too big too early because believe me, guys, I'm going to have a lot of leagues. You yeah. guys think I'm kidding, uh, but I'm going to be looking for people to do these leagues quite often. So, yeah. uh, I'm, you know, if we start putting big money on the early but, ones, I, I'll be divorced by the time we get to the season. <laughs> no, Plus, we can't do that. We need, we need Mrs. Day to be happy. And the fact is that, you know, some people haven't been signed yet, so we don't know what's going on. So you can't do it for too much money. You know what I mean? It's not a regular league yet. We're way far away from the start of the season. I find it funny how you're in the top five of of the picks and me and Corey are at 11 and 12. Oh, you got to blame MFL for that. I I use their randomizer. So you have to put the the blame on them. I already know who I'm getting at 12-13 on those back-to-backs. So it's all right. I'll, I'll trade you my draft pick for your draft pick. Maybe. I'm down with that, maybe. No trade. I like the five. Hey, let me ask both of y'all a question. This was a question that was posed to me recently. Would you say you had a 12-team a, a fantasy football league? Yeah. You don't know who is the owner that drafted the team. And you just looked at all 12 rosters. Would you put money on one of those teams to win a championship if, you, if that was available to play like that? I like that. Yeah. I might do that. Yeah. Jim, would you do Not that? Not this early, though. It would have it's to be a, it's a, best ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a best ball league? 
No, it's a regular 12-team league where the no, guys are going to – No, I wouldn't. No. Then you wouldn't. Because of injuries. No, well, injury not, – not Because so much you want to run the but team. waivers, things like that. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't have control over any, any of that factor. So, yeah. no, that wouldn't be interesting to me. If it was a best ball league, I, I'd be interested in that. Like, you can bid on a team – to win the championship in this league. Yeah, best right. ball makes more sense. Or if you did it like that, you know that if you know that all 12 people are guys that are pros and know what they're doing and will pay attention and at least give themselves the best shot to win, then I'd, I'd be down with it. But he's right. If it's just like a random 12 people, who knows who's going to really do the right wave of claims or pay attention, whatever. No doubt. You know what I mean? 844-843-6879. Goonies like to get your opinion on that. Uh, Venture, let's, you, got, you got a player for us today? Yeah, I got a player. Uh, sure, give us a player right now. You want to play? All right, baby, here we go. Baseball hour. Uh, not hour. No, not hour. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm about to get a blanket. Corey just had a had the heart palpitation. <laughs> 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 no, just a couple of minutes. Another player we're going to do. We're going to do Colorado Rockies. You always have to have a Colorado Rocky I, breakout I should, player. Could, wait, can I just could I break it up? There actually are a couple of things we could all talk about real quick that don't imp- get into the actual you know, craziness of knowing who, what, why, when. But the, one of the things I'd like to ask you about, okay. one of the things they're talking about a lot right now mm-hmm. is the DH coming to the National oh, okay. League. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, that, that's something we can talk about, you know, whether we like it or not. And I'd like to get your thoughts because I got to tell you, I, I used to be vehemently against it. Me too. I, I love the strategy of trying to figure out when and where with the pitcher. Do I let him go a little longer so I can get another batter yes. in there? You know, all of that stuff is intricate. But, man, I, I think I'm coming over to the other side. So I just wanted to hear what you guys had to say. I agree with you. I used to be against it adamantly because, you know, yeah, I like that. You know, you have to figure out the double switch, the coaching strategy that's involved is very, you know, it's different and it's interesting, I think. But now that the steroid era is over, in the steroid era, I was cool with it. Now that it's over, you have every catcher. It ain't over. I mean, it's pretty much over. I mean, look at the batting averages. Look at these players. (laughs) I mean, the catchers in the MLB, MLB right now are hitting like 200. Like every catcher is hitting around 200 at this point, except for a select few. So when you have a catcher hitting 200, and then you have a pitcher who's going to hit 100, batting back-to-back in a lineup, it really kills the game. I'm sorry, but it kills the game. It makes it a lot more boring. The NL becomes a lot more boring. So I think if you add this DH, maybe it adds a little more excitement to baseball. I'm all for making baseball more exciting, so this might help it. Uh, And it evens out the leagues. I mean, both leagues, I guess, should have a DH at this point. Uh, I I think it's more than fair. I think it's okay. I'm cool with it. Uh, and, and it'll help. It'll help baseball in the long run. 844-843-6879. You want to hop in on that? I've been a long-time proponent of the DH in both leagues. I do not want to watch Bartolo Colon fat-ass strike out. Right, <laughs> right. right. And, and it's at the point where, you know, pitchers sometimes— All hit a home run. <laughs> some of these pitchers hit better than the, the, than the actual position some players. Of them, some of them and they bat write. eighth. Some of them can write. <laughs> you know, like— some of them- they don't bat ninth. They bat eighth, these pitchers. You have catchers batting ninth or whoever. Double lead off it's and bad. all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, there are a few pitchers out there that still like to bat. Yeah. Uh, but Very you know, few. Yeah, very few. But there are a few that like to. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll give you that player, by the way, just real quick. Oh, go ahead. Do your thing. My bad. So Colorado Rockies outfielder David Dahl. They call him Baby Dahl. Are going to give David Dahl again? David Dahl, yes. Well, I've been hearing David Dahl name for two years. He ain't done spit. You're right, because he was hurt. For an entire season. Probably going to be the same way again. Well, last year, he played pretty well. Uh, he batted like 273. Um, but in the minors, the guy's a 306 career hitter, right? 20 
In 2016, he had 314, 18 homers, 61 RBIs, uh, 45 walks. This guy is a guy who did very well in the minors, and he wasn't playing in Colorado just yet. Now, last year, in limited time, only 77 games, 16 homers, 48 RBIs, 19 walks, batted 273, um, and 68 runs, scored 11 doubles. This is a guy I think that could be pretty solid across the board, have the high average. He plays in Colorado, so he already gets a boost right there, and he's going to play every day. The only thing you got to hope for is that he stays healthy for an entire season. You're asking for a lot because he hasn't done it yet, but I will put my money on because you're getting him at the cheapest probably you'll ever get him. Uh, I, I got one. I got to interject one point mm-hmm. here. Why do you say he gets a boost because he's in Colorado because they can get legally high? <laughs> oh, because of because of the air quality, the ball no, fly I, out I the know. stadium. You oh, know, I know. Okay, you know. You, I think Jim should know this. <laughs> it's a bandbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Balls fly. You got huge gaps out there. So. I think this is a guy that could definitely pay off considering the value you're going to get him at. You can get him in the, you know, like round 13, 14, 15, 16, even later. It depends on the league you play in. I play in points-based leagues. This is a guy that could be a great points-based guy. So keep an eye on David Deal. Big-time sleeper. Could have his breakout now. Still only 25 years old. He's turning 25 April 1st. Right, April Fool's Day. There you go right there. That is Ventures Baseball Minute. Let's get some quick hitters right here on running backs that I don't think are really worth their salt. I want to get you guys' opinion if they have any – Value or, or or have they hit the shelf and it's time to go? Uh, Darren Sproles, Ventra. Darren Sproles. What is that? I'm sorry. It, yeah, and yeah, it done. Is he done or does he still have something left? I think he's got like a year left in him, but I don't think he's a fantasy relevant guy anymore. Jim, any fantasy relevance left for Darren Sproles? Uh, I wouldn't put any faith in him yeah. at this point. No. Uh, do you put any faith in Frank Gore? Not not fantasy wise. I, I still think he'll have a job and he'll do a decent. Thing, but he won't get enough to warrant fantasy value, especially if he's not getting red zone carries. Frank Gore. Yeah, I agree with Jim. Uh, I don't think, you know, if he's not catching passes, uh, you know, he's got to get touchdowns, and I don't think that's going to happen. Peyton, ba- Peyton Barber. No. No, done. Free Rojo. Uh, Hashtag Jim. Free Rojo. Free Rojo, Jim, Peyton Barber? Who? It's gonna, yeah, I'm thinking they're looking at somebody else even. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not buying into Peyton Barber. I never did. I didn't like him this year. I didn't like him the year before. Don't like him. <laughs> All right, there you go right there. You don't like him. Can't win with him. Uh, Doug Martin, it's washed. Done, right? Washed. Washed, Jim? Ah, <sighs> oh, man. He looked pretty good to me at the end of the season. I'm not ready to say he's washed. I don't think he's a bit... You know, a big investment guy, but yeah. somebody you take much later and hope he's right. in a best ball. Sure, why not? You could get him for uh, nothing. So yeah, right in a best ball, I'll take that chance. In, in a season long, probably not. Uh, Spencer Ware, wash. I'm not done with Ware yet. You're not done with Ware, Jim. No. Are you done with Ware? Uh, it depends on where he ends up landing. Um, you know, I think he's still got some skill. And again, another late, late round best ball try. Sure, I might sneak him in a few. Jim, are you done with Alex Collins? Yeah, I'm kind of done with Collins. But then again, I wasn't big on Collins this year either. So jump. Okay. I can't say I was really on him before. I've never really been on him. Uh, Venture, you're a Collins guy. Yeah, I am a Collins guy. I mean, if he he's still going to be on Baltimore, I'm assuming. He's a free agent. He's a free agent? Yeah, that's why I've been talking about him. Oh, we're talking about all free agents. <laughs> I thought we were talking about players that are just like, uh, are they good or not? kind of was your yeah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, me and Jim. Yeah. Uh, well... I mean, I'm still on Collins, man. I think he can run, man. I think he could do it. I think he de- deserves a shot somewhere. It's not going to be with the Ravens at this point because they got Dixon and uh, Gus, the bus. But I, I don't know. I, I Ooh, have to I, see where I, he lands. I, I have to see where I, he lands. I, I got to say something. I I, I uh, heard somebody talking about it, and, I, I, man, I couldn't believe how good a 
an idea this was. Look, the Ravens have the, the cap space to go out and get Le'Veon Bell. Now, That's if a great you're Le'Veon idea. Bell, how much would you, you know, take a little less to play for Baltimore knowing you get to face the Steelers twice a year? Why would he have to take a, a little less? Well, just... Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe somebody else offers him oh, more. Baltimore's a nickel and dime. They're a nickel and dime. Yeah, they're yeah. a nickel and dime organization. But, no, I'm just saying, what if another, you know, another team might offer him a little bit more money? Right. But being, being, you know, in the NFC where they don't get to play the Steelers, do you think the way, you know, Bell has been treated, at least in his mind, by the Steelers over mm -hmm. the last year and a half, do you think he would take a little less to play in Baltimore just for the fact that he would get to play the Steelers twice Two a year? Two revenge games? Maybe yeah. even a playoff revenge game? Oh, that's kind of oh, dope. That would be, be World War Three. That would be amazing. Two of those two teams that. in the playoffs, Bell in the back. One game. of the greatest rivalries. Interesting, interesting you bring that up, Jim. But see, first of all, the Ravens are a nickel and dime organization, number one. Number two. He fits them perfectly, though. But maybe they're tired of being a nickel and dime organization. You know, they have that. They, they always get there, but can't get past there. You know, sort of like the, the Dallas. They get to the first I, round, but they can't really get past that first round. I'll tell you, you what. Know, maybe they're tired of that. Maybe they want to yeah. make a little splash. Jim, I, I think you're onto something here. Because honestly, the team's built perfectly for him to put slot right in. Come on, Corey. It's, you have to admit that. No, I just, just, he took it Dallas just now. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but what, what, what his thing, mom and pop organization, right? Yeah. Don't get me wrong, you got the quarterback on a rookie contract, so you could free up some bread to pay some people. Right. I, I can dig that Flacco. You're not bringing back Flacco's money. No. You know what I'm saying? So there is a void there. But this is the, this is the problem, though. They, that's not how Harbaugh runs his system. There's going to be multiple backs in the backfield. And you don't pay Le'Veon Bell a ton of money to put him in a, to put him in a timeshare. Well, that's the thing. Oh, you're not going to put him in a timeshare. Yeah, no he, way. he's not going to timeshare. But <laughs> he might timeshare in the sense that this is a team that runs so much we're talking about maybe he gets, even if he gets 60, 70% of the carries, that could still lead to 280 carries on the season. He can put up phenomenal numbers because the running, running lanes will be open because of Lamar Jackson. Right. But if I'm living on belts, I, I don't want to play in the NFC. I don't want to play in the AFC North. Anymore at all? Not, son, there's too many idiots in the AFC North. I'm there not is trying a to lot. get my legs yeah. taken out. You know what I'm saying? I, I just. But for, that's, a, that's, too, that's, tough, that's a tough brand of football for a running back, the AFC North. I understand. But, like, in Baltimore's perspective, they could be like, listen, we get this guy, Bell. That could be change the whole thing for them. Because they could just. throw the ball to. Well, you could throw the ball that, to Bell. That's fine. That's yeah, exactly. Too. You could just run and play this very old school style of football where you're running a lot and you do only short passes, dink and dunk, and run with Lamar. And that could work with this team because they have a very good defense that's getting better, I think. You know, they have a they have good players around them. You got they invested into Lamar. Lamar's gonna be that quarterback. So if you know that Lamar's gonna be a quarterback, you know you're not gonna be throwing the ball all over the place. Le'Veon Bell fits that perfectly. You could just rely on him and you could even use a backup running back. He could still get, you know, twenty, twenty five percent of the carries the backup and produce. You could have someone fresh behind him, you know, and have a good running back roster. Interesting to see how it plays out. I think the destination for Le'Veon Bell is going to be the Houston Texans. Once again, quarterback. That is a good spot, too. Quarterback on a rookie deal. Lamar Miller, we already know. Sucks. There you go. Houston, you know what I'm saying? I think Houston's a team that can make that splash venture for Lev Bell. I like that, too. They could, they'd become, you know, they're already a Super Bowl contender, right? Yeah. So this could put them over the top. But I think they need more than anything uh, some more receivers if Fuller can't stay healthy, and uh, they need to work on that secondary. I think, I think, I think D-Hop and Demarius is enough 
Um, and you saw a little bit of play from the tight end this, this year. Jim, I, I want to continue touching on running backs when we get back from the break. But, Jim, let me ask you, uh, the Le'Veon Bell, the Houston thing, seems like it has some legs, too. Uh, yeah. The, look, everything right now has legs. Uh, you know, you put a name out That's there, true. people start <laughs> talking about it. That gives it the legs. This is the time of year for legs because there's nothing else to talk about. Um, you know, a- anything that pops up like this is instantly going to get, you know, recognized in the community and talked about by us, by everybody else who does this. So, you know, that's where the legs come from. Um, so, you know, absolutely. Would it make a, a good deal if they're not happy with Lamar Miller, if they think they could do better? Sure. Um, you know, they have so many other good pieces on that offense. Uh, another team, though, I, I just I could see them. Wanting to shore up that offensive line yeah, more than too. wanting to spend that big money on that running back right now. I think they think if they get the offensive line playing better football, then Lamar Miller would play better football. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see how it rolls. Maybe let's... they'll go after Coleman. A oh. little bit cheaper. A lot cheaper of an option. But he's also a timeshare back. So we get timeshare with Lamar. <laughs> how about Lamar just go to the CFL? He's better than that. I mean, he's better than Pig Howard. You know what I mean? He goes to the AAF. <laughs> yeah, <for> Pig Howard. <laughs> Take Yo, over son, his role. Lamar Miller being the a- <laughs> Lamar Miller's summer job being the AFF. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come back on the other side. Got some more running backs we want to discuss and break down. Fantasy football frenzy, FNTSY. Ready to let that joint ride. Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Game time decisions. Like Antonio Brown basically tweeted out a picture. Somebody tweeted a picture of him in a Niner uniform. He retweets it. It's like, oh, he's going to go to the Niners because he wants to go to the Niners. That's a great plan. But if I tweet out a picture of you and me in Hawaii, Hawaii they, doesn't, yeah, they, doesnn't mean the Hawaii Chamber of Commerce is going to pay for us to go there tomorrow. <laughs> Weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. And what do you think? These athletes are somehow being oppressed. That's why it's called collective bargaining. No agreements. That's why you have free agency. You can't just say, oh, I want to leave. I want to go here. But it's okay for the owners to be like, you know what? Yes, because they own the team. Well, guess what? The players don't own the team, Anthony Davis is a brand. He owns that brand. He wants his brand in Los Angeles. He owns Anthony Davis. You're crazy, bro. No, I'm not. Gabe is different now. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. This is it. 
let's go. 844-843-6879. Have to hop in some more of these running backs right quick. Bang, 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 bang. This is the final segment of... Frenzy. Um, yeah, but, well, this is the final, I, this is the final, this is the final segment I will be here until... I'll be going the majority of next week. So you got Ventra and you okay. got Taz. Holding you down. So they got you covered right here from Studio 34. And we'll bring some guests. Bring some guests. Have a good time. Enjoy yourselves. Mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. The, 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 the fantasy football frenzy is in good hands. So make sure you, you know, rock with the homies. The frenzy's in good hands. And then I'll be back. And I'll be back at some point. I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? I'll be back in a little while. And don't worry about me, though. <laughs> I'll be all right. I'll be all right, y'all. Don't worry about me. I'll be back. Are oh, you going to have a grand old time? I, I I don't know if that's true or not, but I will be back. I hope, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then we'll catch up, and then we'll start pushing towards the combine and the draft and stuff like that. But everybody, y'all fellas, enjoy yourself, goonies. You know what I'm saying? Everybody take care. Holla at your boy. Um, Free agents. Okay, there you go. I forgot just that fast. Uh, Jay Ajay. You know what? See, Jay Ajay catching on someplace that might have a little run with him. Venture, what do you think? I agree. I think he's still got it in him. You know, he's not old. Torn ACL, 26 years old. Mm-hmm. Knee always seemed to be an issue. Yeah. Now, Angle, Angle has told us for 50 years that J.H.I.'s knees are bone on bone. <laughs> it, finally, it finally hit. The knees were bone on bone. He was right. They had to Angle. Take the, they got to take the ACL out the joint, throw that joint away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think he's, you could just throw him away, though. Well, you throw the ACL away after you take it out. Well, yeah, 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 no, I know that. I, I wouldn't throw Jay Jai. Not, no, don't throw, don't throw, throw the ACL, Jay. throw the ACL out, <laughs> but leave Jay on the table. Leave Jay on the table. Yeah, don't yeah. throw Jay Jai out. Throw Not just yet. Now, more military his ACL, we're done with. You me. can throw yeah, out yeah. the whole person. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've seen it too many times. You know, we throw it out. You know what I'm saying? Jay Jai, we haven't seen enough yet. I feel like you Jim Jay Jai got any value on the free agent market? Do you think he can land someplace else? And do you think uh, that Jay Jai still has some fantasy value left in those legs? If he can stay healthy, sure he does. Uh, where somebody will take a chance on him just because they'll be able to get him for cheap. Uh, so he'll definitely land somewhere. Just not sure he, he'll be in a starring role. That's the, the question. I just don't know if he gets it there. Yeah, he's probably going to be in a timeshare wherever he goes. You know? Uh, At least to start. No doubt. Jim, Mark Ingram. Is Mark Ingram, has he seen his last days with the, with the Saints? Or you think they bring him back? Because, you know, it's kind of working with him and Kamara, right? Hey, it works for the for their purposes, what they want to do, absolutely. And he's already said he'll take a pay cut to stay there. He wants to stay in uh, in New Orleans. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. So, you know, I, I think they end up bringing it back, especially if they can get it for cheaper. No doubt. I think that would be the case also. It seems like that situation is working. Ventura, Adrian Peterson washed? Uh, I wouldn't say that he's washed yet. I don't think he's fantasy relevant. I'll okay. say that. But I think he could still play in the NFL. Uh-huh. Just put up a thousand yeah. yards behind a decimated offensive line. People still say he can't run. Yeah, no, the, the, the that's problem, why I the can't problem, say he's the washed. The problem with that is Darius Geis going to be back next year. Yeah, I love Darius Geis again next year. Full disclosure, I do too. If I if I know that he's healthy, and you could get him for cheaper than you did this year, right? I doubt that happens. You still think third round because he was a third rounder. He'll be. I have a feeling he, uh, come, he'll get pushed up. Come August by August fifteenth. Darius Geis would be a third rounder. Because we're going to see him in spring training. And st- yeah, spring training. Spring training Thinking is what about they baseball. do down in, in the uh, Cactus League <laughs> and the Grapefruit League, Grapefruit that, League. that nobody don't watch. <laughs> I watch NFL, it. NFL, <laughs> NFL, you. 
you and Frank. Me NFL <laughs> training camps are a different thing. Jim, what's up, Jim? Give me some good talk on this D.C. backfield. Because I don't think Peterson is back because I think they love Geis a lot. What do you think about Geis coming back, if he can get healthy, and can Peterson latch on someplace else? More than likely, Peterson's going to be like a backup role player type thing. That would be my guess moving forward. I'm not going to be surprised at all if Peterson stays in Washington. Look, he gives them exactly what they need. You got a guy and guys coming off a major injury mm-hmm. who right now seems to be on track to be ready to go, but you never know. Uh, when, when you talk these type of injuries, anything in, in practice, even running could set back. Um, so you got a guy in Peterson who just last year ran 1,000 yards oh, for you. He's not going to go anywhere else and really get a starting job, I don't believe. So he, he gives you exactly what you need, a, a guy who has the experience to be there if guys doesn't come fully back. And even if he does, it gives you another offset to what guys offset. can do and whoop, another running back. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, offset. I, I, I agree. I, I, I can dig that. I, I've never been a big Adrian Peterson guy, to be honest. Even in his prime? Even in his prime. I love them coming up. Even in his prime. I even Peterson's generational running back. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's not, it's, it's not an AP thing. It's a me thing. But mm-hmm. I don't like old running backs generally. Now, well, what about Lynch? He's a free agent. I like he's gone? Lynch as a human being, but as, 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 a, as, a, as, a, as a fantasy asset. He's toast, right? He's toast. He's in toast. my opinion, Jim. Any legs left on Marshawn Lynch? Ah, oh, man. Um, <laughs> Lynch is my guy, man. I, I find it hard to get away from Lynch. That's one of the things I have to learn for 2019 is to get away from <laughs> these guys. Um, it, it's just so hard to know. He'll let us know when he's done. And right now it's sounding like he's not sure he wants to be done. Right. Um, you know, it, even though he did try to light up that, that joint on the sideline uh, of the <laughs> that one game the other, what, a couple of weeks ago. A whole um, fool. A whole fool. <laughs> Something's wrong with that boy. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, hey, he plays on his, his own terms. And you know what? I give him credit for that. Heck with it. We see too many people trying to, to live up to everybody else's terms in this world. I like to see somebody every once in a while live up to their own. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. Like you know what I'm saying? Too. I like it. I let you live free. You know what I'm saying? Live free. That is the motto right here. All right, now, this one right here. This is interesting, Ventra. CJ Anderson. Free agent. You know wow. what? He's going to get himself paid. He's going to get himself paid. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. He's he, he 478 pounds. Yeah. But that 478 was moving pretty good the past couple of months. He could boogie for a big guy. Back, with the, Ram, guy. back with the Rams as a, girly, as a girly backup? Or do you think he gets a shot to be a part of a timeshare in place else? I think he'll get a shot somewhere. I think somebody will pay him a little bit more than uh, you know the Rams would like to. And he'll get like a timeshare op. But probably nothing too much. I don't think... He, you know, this was just like a flash in the pan. I think you'll see next flash year. Flash in the pan, the guy ran for 1,000 yards last year. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Why keep saying that about no, this No, no, I'm saying. He came in and showed everybody, look. You I'm love Anderson, apparently. You love <laughs> him. I like him more than most people <laughs> seem to just want to discard him. I don't want to discard him, but I don't know how fantasy relevant he's going to be. He'll help a team, but I don't know if he'll be fantasy relevant. You know, I don't know if he'll have the touches to do that. All right. Well, you have no idea where he'll land. So it's kind of hard to say that. Was that on you? Uh-huh. All right, give me give me one second. Give me one second. Go ahead, Jim. Give me uh you you was about to break something down, Jim, about CJ. CJ Anderson. No, I'm just gonna say, look, he's gonna get a shot somewhere. There's teams out there that can use a running back with his skill set, which is pretty much everything. You know, he's not the the fastest guy in the field, but man, for his size, even with the added weight he played on at the end of the season, we know he has the agility and the speed to make the 
big plays happen. You give him a good offensive line in front of him, and he could be a starter for any team. That's my man, CJ. CJ Anderson is, a, is, is, a, is, is officially a BBW. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Maybe you go to the Raiders. <laughs> Whoever can you need a BBW, CJ Anderson is your guy. Right quick, 844-843-6879. Let's go down to the city of brotherly love and holler at my man Steve in Philadelphia. Steve, what's good with you? Hey, Wim, what's good, man? I'm glad. I'm finally getting back on the show. I feel like Wednesday and Thursday my lucky days because I couldn't get on for a year and a half. Uh, they, hey, let me tell you something. The next Damn. couple of months you can call every day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I know. Listen, I know it's early in the season, Corey. I didn't go year round and keep the boy Zeke as my keeper. I kept Patrick Mahomes, so I know it's early. But I'm asking about what running backs I should target because a lot of people kept quarterbacks, and I'm gonna just run down to ten running backs that's available. And I just want you guys to give me, like, maybe two or three guys I should target. All right. So, obviously, I didn't keep Zeke. Zeke is available. Alvin Kamara is available. David Johnson. Melvin Gordon. Joe Mixon. Kareem Hunt. James Conner. Dalvin Cook. Leonard Fournette. And Tariq Cohen. So those are the unkept running backs right there. Listen, I like that whole crew. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know what we have with um with Kareem Hunt and how that situation is going to play out. But I really don't think you have no beef with any 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 of those guys right there other than Hunt. Connor, I don't like the way Connor died down the stretch last year. But another season, a full training camp coming into the year, knowing he's the guy from start to finish, I think that makes Connor uh, very interesting. Jim, what do you think about that group? Well, really, do, do any of them cost more than any others? Do you have to give up earlier round picks to take them, or can you just keep whichever ones you want? No, he, that's the uh, pool he's drafting from. He kept Pat Mahomes. So that's the pool of unkept running backs in the early that rounds. That he can get, yeah. Okay, well, I, I mean, what pick does he have? Yeah, I we mean, don't know the pick. Does he have the first pick? Does, you know, I mean, just go like he normally would. I mean, if you're asking me, you know, Zeke would be my preferred first out of the guys you mentioned. You know, Kamara, probably my number two. You know, just go down the list. I mean, really depends on what pick number you have. Right. There you go right there, Steve. You good? Oh, one last thing, Corey, because I want to. This is the last thing about Super Bowl hangovers. You were definitely right. I agree with you about Jared Goff being a bus driver. And I always threw this comparison out there, just from what I see in the high test. Goff is Matt Ryan 2.0. You know what I mean? He's going to put up numbers. He has a good team, but he just doesn't have that it factor. I, I, think, I, Ryan, I, I think Matt Ryan's a better quarterback yeah, than me Jared too. Goff. Matt Ryan won an MVP. Matt Ryan, this year, Matt Ryan's season was just about as good as the MVP right. season. And I, I and think Ryan has that it factor. And now he's back with dirt. He, they lost the Super Bowl. They, but they, they should have won that Super Bowl. Yeah, that was he, coaching. He made some bad plays. All right, he made some bad plays, threw, but they were blowing him out. He should have threw that football away. Late, okay. Late in the game, he should have threw that football away. He made a mistake. Away. He shouldn't have took uh, that he's sack. He's a bus driver. He's, he's, <laughs> he's going to make mistakes. He's not Tom Brady and I like him Aaron back Rodgers. With Dirk, I like him back with Dirk Cutter. He put up big numbers with Cutter, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Golf, he, he'd, be, he'd be better off if they had a real number one wide receiver, though. <laughs> here he goes. Unbelievable. Thanks a lot, Steve. 844 if you want to hop in here. Frankie, baby, what's good with you? I have an AAF question for my draft analyst. That would be Jim Day, Fantasy Taz. Okay, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'm on the clock in the second round. I took a quarterback with my first pick. I'm looking at a running back here. Should I take Dearness Johnson or Kenneth Farrow? Farrow. Oh, I, I like Kenneth Farrow more. I, I expect them to do a lot more running. 
he should get more touches, I think, in the long run. I actually have him fourth on my list so far out of the running backs, and probably at where you're picking, he's probably the top one there. Yeah, I like Farrell. All right, it's done. I'm taking him. You expect him to do a lot more running. The whole league's going to (laughs) run. They have no quarterbacks. They're probably all going to run. I'm going to run a ton. Damn good quarterbacks. (laughs) I don't know why. Aaron Murray's the only one that I think might be good. I don't even think he's going to be the best one. I, I'd wow. be surprised if he's in the top three. Hackenberg, Jim? Don't tell me. No, Hackenberg. not Hackenberg. Right. No, no, definitely not Hackenberg. <laughs> no, Trevor, Trevor Knight is my number one quarterback in this league. Oh, you like Knight? Yeah, he did yeah. say you like Knight. All right, so there you go right there, Trevor Knight, if you in the AAF draft. Um, darn it, what was I about to say right quick? Oh, this is the most intriguing guy to me uh, as a free agent back this year. It's Tevin Coleman, 26 years old. Mm-hmm. Been in the timeshare since he got in the league. But if you remember, Tevin Coleman won the starting job. He got hurt, and then we were introduced to Devontae Freeman, Jim. Coleman can play. Did he win the Not, Yes, he did. He was supposed to be the starter of that team. He got hurt in week two versus the Giants. Oh, And okay. then Devontae Freeman Years came ago. in and took over. Yeah. Um, Jim, what do you think? Tevin Coleman re-signing Atlanta, or do you think TC can end up someplace and maybe possibly be a better fantasy asset than he has been the past couple years? Yeah, I, I'm not buying. Um, wow. You know, look, it, yeah, he had his chance this year to be the true number one in a good offense with, you know, good passing attack, a decent offensive line, and he still couldn't get it done. I mean, where is he going to go where he's going to have all those same assets and be productive as a true number one? I I think he's a complimentary back. I don't I don't ever see him at this point after what he did this year as coming off as being a true number one, you know, bell cow type of back. Yeah. I'm gonna agree with I, him. I, I think the Leonard Leonard, uh, Leonard Fournette, TJ Yeldon, TJ TJ Yeldon. Yes. Kevin Coleman. I find those in I find those in Carlos Hyde. I find those an interesting group of running backs. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know if, if Jacksonville is going to move on from Fournette, but he's been warned. I think Coleman can have some fantasy value depending on where he ends up, even if it's back in Atlanta. Yeldon could be in Atlanta, say they lose Coleman, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Should get a fully healthy Devontae Freeman. What do you think of guys like Yeldon and, and, and uh, Hyde moving forward, Jim? Look, you know I like Hyde. I liked him coming into the year last year. He did a decent job in, until he traded and didn't get any playing time. I think I wouldn't be surprised at all if uh, the Jets end up deciding not to pay the money oh. to go out and get Bell, that they come back and get Hyde. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised Mr. at Sussman. that at all. Uh, let's get Mr. Sussman. We got a, a sus bomb or a woge bomb. <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies are finalizing a deal to trade Mark Gasol to the Toronto Raptors. Toronto trying to get stacked. Now, Toronto is making a push for it now. I wish we had Gabe here to really break I'm about to say, I was going to say, where's Gabe at to break this one down? Gabe was Mm -hmm. here. He just left. And he, you know, he had to go outside for a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) We know what's going on there. Marcus Saul. I like it. Listen, the Sixers go out and get Tobias Harris. You know what? Toronto say, we go out and get Marcus Saul. A so true big man. A true big man. Now we're starting to see the powers in the East. I want to know who the, who the Raptors had to give up to get him, though, uh, Greg. So it was just, I was just told by our own Frank Stanfield that the trade is Marcus Gasol for Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, I want JV and Gasol on the same CJ team, CJ Miles, DeLon Wright, and a second-round pick. Okay. Doesn't, so they got, like, doesn't seem like all that much. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. I like JV, but JV stay hurt. Interesting right there. So the Eastern Conference powers 
or, or, or positioning themselves right now. You know, Gasol always made more sense for this team to me than Conley. Like, you have Kyle Lowry. Is Conley that big of an upgrade? Right. Yeah, that's true. And you know it's funny. Conley is telling people he don't want to play in Utah. And everybody's like, well, why wouldn't Conley want to play in Utah? I know why Conley don't want to play in Utah. Corey. <laughs> do you do? Corey, I don't. No, nobody wants to play in Utah. Nobody <laughs> wants to play in Utah. Especially why not? They could have like four or five wives. Mormons? <laughs> 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 they, they don't want wives. <laughs> that's, that's the thing, Jim. <laughs> they don't want wives. They don't want to. They want to live in Miami. They want to live someplace where Utah is not a bad team, though. You know, they you could be a good team. Maybe the playoffs Utah, last year. Who wants to live in Utah, son? I know you don't want to live in Utah. Black people don't want to live in Utah. Son. True, but do you want to live in Memphis? I guess <laughs> it's better than Utah. Oh, Memphis, what you yeah, got? Beale Street in Memphis. Guess, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess Memphis is all right. I might be in Memphis tomorrow night. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? I'll ask your boy. <laughs> nah, but nah. And shout out to everybody. Like I said, uh, Ventra and Jim gonna hold the fort down for the next couple of days. You know what I'm saying? So. Make sure that everybody come through, show them love, you know what I'm saying? Have a good time with the homies, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like somebody told me a minute, or am I tripping? Why no. am I wrapping up right now? I did want to say something about Tevin Coleman Go ahead. real quick. So this year, did you know he, his, his uh, YPC was 4.8? It's pretty good. That is. Why did it seem like he wasn't that good throughout the regular season, though? It seemed like he because wasn't they were, producing. they were big play dependent. Yep, he, had he had his a couple moments. of big plays. Right. That elevated those numbers. Right. He had nine touchdowns, but I think this is a sign of like he could be, he has the potential to be, you know, not maybe a, a bell cow in the sense of getting 300 carries, but I think he could become a fantasy relevant running back, an right. RB2. Yep, 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 right? yep, yep, yep. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Still got plenty of time to break this down. I believe free agency in the NFL starts in March. So, of course, we got you covered right here on that on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Goon Squad, everybody take care. Have a good time. Make sure you look out for my guys. Fancy Taz Jim Day for the close of Chris Ventra.